0: To the Wagner Wire on 102.7 ESPN. Call or text Adam Wagner at 512 834 1027. Now, here's Adam. Good morning, Austin, Texas, and wherever you're joining the Wagner Wire on 1027 in and around this world. Hey, it's probably on that app, Justin. What's that app called? The ESPN, the ESPN app? app. Oh, da-da-da, da-da-da. it's our second week over here, and we didn't get that in in the first week,
1: and I had to get that in. No, I was waiting for it. I've been
0: dying to do that for like seven years, but haven't been able to do that. Anyways, I'm Adam Wagner. You can find me on Twitter at NotTheFakeWags. He is the Smash Simmons. You can find him there on Twitter and everywhere else on social media platforms. My man, Isaac Cresta. What's up, what's up? Got it right on the first try. Sure did. I'm proud of you. (laughs) How about that, man? Uh, How you doing this morning? Doing all right. Doing good. I mean, it's Sunday. A little tired. We only get to see you one day a week, Mm -hmm. so how was your week? Good? Week week was good, yeah. Busy. Of course. I mean, you're a jack of all trades here, man. Yeah, yeah. Master of all or master of none? Uh, master of more than most. <laughs> <laughs> right. That works out we, well. We have that's that's the kind of motto that I lived by when I was, you know, doing the ones and twos on mm-hmm. the other side of it. So, uh, that's how you got to be. You got to be able of uh, simper gumby, as we like to say, always flexible. Always <laughs> flexible. Um, But, no, we got a great show. I'm going to cram in a lot of sports here in the first segment. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, Mad Max over to the Rangers here in trade for one of, I I would say, a really good prospect um, in uh, Acuna. So, like, already batting over 300 over there in AA. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. We also got to talk about, you know, FC Barcelona, basically, coming night a la 2000, um, 13 through 2016, a la the midfield of Barcelona, to come <laughs> over to uh, Inter Miami. We'll talk about that Perfectly as well. Said. JT Jonathan Taylor is requesting a trade out of Indianapolis. We'll break that down. But we also got one hell of an interview for our Level Up segment. It's Ben Prendergast. Uh, he is uh, one heck. Of, I mean, is a renowned voice actor in gaming. Uh, he is the voice of Fuse for Apex and also. Um, the, the voice of Tyr in God of War Ragnarok, the voice of Proctolis in Hades. If there is so much that this guy has done. We could go down his resume. Um, but we have a great interview with him lined up for the second segment that I've, I, Isaac has got uh, keyed up for us, so we'll get into that. And then we also got Smasher Pass with uh, with a little touch and sprinkle of Al Walsh to tie it off. A <laughs> lot to get into with one hour, man. Al Boyd, any golf today? No, no. He's a... Uh, no strokes. No strokes today. I don't know. I mean, he might be in a bar somewhere. All right. Like downtown, downtown. I home
1: keep on forgetting now that we're on later. It's like he's had more time to pregame now. Uh,
0: yeah. That's, <laughs> and was, so how do you feel about that? Real, real quick before we get in. Like, I, we're definitely refreshed and energized here. Yeah, You know what I mean? And we used to have to come in really, really hot. Oh, like, yeah. Like, usually we'd have to fire it up and get the get the engines cranking and stuff to kind of, you know, shift the... The, gears. the vibe, so to speak, on 104. But now, man, it's kind of smooth sailing as we just get up on, you know, what, 11? We're doing a show at 11 o'clock here?
1: I know, man. I was like, oh, I didn't have to get up super early. I could take my time coming back. It was nice. So
0: it's going to be crazy, like, once football actually gets down and going because we're going to have to get all the money driving stuff home, right? We're going to have to get all the fantasy lineups updated because that's when all the bombs drop, right before uh, kickoff, right? Oh, this, this show that's is going to be hot. But also, what? What's nuts too is that whenever we get off the air, w- whenever it's not football season, it feels like nothing but news breaks. Oh, oh man! Right He's as soon me. as we get off the air, like around one o'clock, twelve thirty, one o'clock—that is when all the bombshells break inside of you know outside of the national news—and we're just like, man, could we have just had a little bit of that? Yeah,
1: I would have loved to have touched on that like beforehand. And it always happens, and it's probably going to happen again today.
0: All right, so are we we got coming in hot, ready? We good for no. We're good. Don't worry about it. No, we're good. I'm coming in hot right now, though. I'm coming in hot with Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer going to the Texas Rangers. Wait, what's not to like about it? Okay, so clearly Texas is in buy mode. Yeah, clear buy mode. What does this do for your club? Now you haven't you haven't exactly been too invested into Texas baseball, but now man, it's starting to come. Does this kind of rekindle the fire? Does this spark it up? Does this let you know that your club is actually serious about winning?
1: Ah. <sighs> Okay, so as a Rangers fan, I have to have that crushing,
0: like somewhat optimistic but pessimistic view. know, I, I feel I, I feel the approach because I'm, I'm no, I'm an Orioles fan. like okay. I get this. like how how good is now mm-hmm. right? And are we are we just flirting with this, or are we really all in?
1: I have to give you the smash list on this one. It's like, okay, one, I'm happy that they spent money because that shows me that, yes, they are really trying to win now. Uh, too though, I'm a little upset because, like you mentioned before, Acuna is a really great prospect. Yeah, I mean, really, really good. And to give up that already when he could conceivably have played possibly on the big club, well, not necessarily this season, but maybe somewhere down the road or replace a, or fill in a gap in case somebody got injured down the playoff stretch. You know that that can come back and bite the Rangers. Three. I'm also pessimistic, obviously, right? Because uh, this is a club that has spent big money before and hasn't been able to bring home a World Series ring.
0: But got close. I mean, but you got close. You can't tasted it. I had a lick. I like that so much more. I I value that and respect that so much more than clubs that are just sitting. Like wishy washy. Oh, and, like the and, uh, A's. Yeah, and like well, no, that's that's not, complete not even, tanking. Not, that's not, absolute n- tanking. I uh, know, not like not Cleveland in just indecisive. You know what I mean? Just like do we do we go for this or do we not? You know what I mean? Like just be be deliberate and be decisive in your direction of where you want to go. Like the Angels kinda, right? Like the Angels were kind of flirting, like, hey, do we really want to do this or not? <laughs> you know. Sounds like my dating life here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um
1: <laughs> oh, no, don't be sorry. I like it
0: like that. But if you're the Angels now, you you kind of just had a couple of games on a win streak, right? You know, or you're not on a killer win streak. Well, you, you, we talk about sure. Sh- Sh- you got Shohei. Shohei just went, pitched a one hit complete game shutout in Game One against the Tigers, mm-hmm. and then the next time or, or the two. next game, like what two uh, two hours later mm-hmm. in summer heat, right? Hits hits goes two for three and hits two
1: home runs. Yeah, crushing it. And I mean, like he's easily the best player after in baseball. Th-
0: after throwing over a hundred pitches, like, yeah, you, should, you pitch. should be spent. One hundred percent, you should be spent after that. Uh, but he's still, used man. to it, man. But that's how come he's that good? Now the Angels, the Angels are clearly buyer. They're they're in buyer's mode. If like they're not going to sell, they're not selling Shohei Otani. Okay, which is a... kind of where where are you at with this? Like, oh man, I am you're not so sad. <laughs> but but if you're the Angels, you got to think about it like this. Like if I'm the owner of the Angels. I have I have a once in a lifetime player and I have him now. If he leaves, there's an, I don't know that I'll ever get him back.
1: But at the same token,
0: he could just leave on his own, right? And I you get nothing in return. I understand that, but you're investing in yourself. But if you really believe in that much in yourself, then why not build around him? Why? And I know I've been talking about this a lot, but why not build around him and then go after it again when the season's done? If you really believe now, right? If that's your, if that's your mark, if that's your stance now, then you need to be all in when the season comes next year as well. Because the Angels kept Mike Trout. You can show Shohei Heyatani that you're building around that. You can still keep Mike Trout. Baseball I don't know. has, I don't and that's the beauty about that. that's the beauty about baseball. We were kind of talking about this with mm. how MLS needs to change, right? With with uh, bringing Suarez over, and, and we'll get into that in a second as well. Um, but baseball has fu money. Like if you, if the owner has the money, they can pay for whoever wants to be on the roster. I love the Yankees. A love the Yankees. I love the the gosh darn Yankees. Damn them. Damn Yankees. That was a good, terrible, <laughs> good reference, terrible band. But anyway. What? What? They're no. not that bad.
1: Can you take me no. high We'll go in. Across the ocean. Yeah, see, you know. know what's up, I man. Know. That's, that's what
0: I'm, I'm talking about. Yesterday. See? Only Isaac has the hair for it, though, man. That's oh, the thing. that's right. true. Now, now, look, we were into a good sports <laughs> rant, and you break me up with music here. All right.
2: <laughs> I was I was really trying not to, like, go down that path.
0: I wanted to get y'all back on sports. All right. So we're going. All right. back, Back to sports. Okay, so you have F.U. money in baseball, right? Like, no cap. If the Angels really want to invest and believe in that, man, dump it. Go in. Go all in. But that's just you have him, the man. Best, you have the best player since, what, Babe Ruth? This is unprecedented since Babe Ruth?
1: Yeah. haven't seen anything like this in my lifetime. I, me neither. You know? So it's
0: just like this is and historical me, stuff we're watching each me, and every like, time he plays. This isn't a, if you love him, set him free. And you know he'll come back another day, type of deal. No, no that ain't this happening. is captivity. <laughs> this is you're not leaving. I'm sorry. But, get Stockholm syndrome. Do whatever you need. But, you are not leaving. But, they,
1: but that they really turn into buyers, because I feel like they dangled the carrot. They listened to trades for mm. Otani, right? Good. Okay. And okay. then they they didn't act on it. You know, it, it came to the moment where they're like, "Hey, they put that, the ring on it. Wife me up."
0: That and tells like, me nah. that tells me that there wasn't a Beyonce out there then. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's
0: true, man. That I can't tell, I can't argue with that. That tells me that there wasn't a good enough offer. Like,
1: yeah, like well, what what would be a good enough offer for the best player in baseball in a once in a generation talent? To you know? my to my point, smash.
0: There isn't. But the angels. Because you don't know the return on that. You know what you have now. Yeah, because whatever that return is. You have thirty nine. What's he got? Forty? Thirty nine? Thirty nine home runs? Something crazy. Thirty nine yeah.
1: home runs. He's having himself a year. And I mean, like, like you mentioned before, without Trout in the lineup. Well,
0: I mean, I think that's what has benefited him. No, you're telling me you you hit. Now look, now he's gonna get he's gonna get harder pitches than Mike Trout if Mike Trout's hitting before Shohei Otani, like. God that's a nightmare. By the way, that is just a nightmare. It, it think should, about that, Smash. It, it should Build be. around that lineup.
1: You it, can do that. I mean, but it all comes down to pitching. One And, and that's boom, why I don't hate the move. And that's where so I was I got to go get arms.
0: So you got to go get arms. What's another arm that's going to be out available? Yeah, that's tough. But the Mets are in sell mode. You think Verlander's staying there? Uh, he shouldn't. <laughs> no, he's gone. He's 40. He's gone, yeah. but he's going to go to one. Now, look. Now, I don't know if Verlander's got a got a no tr- or got a clause in his deal to where he can, you know, pick where he wants to go. Well, or not. I'm sure somebody on the text line will chime in and tell um, us. But anyway, yeah, uh, five one two. Uh, we're learning. Five one two. You got it. Come one zero on. oh, two seven. No. no, five one two eight three four. How there did I forget go. that? That is the Brunswick zip. Code. That is like the <laughs> Brunswick route to where I grew if up. We were just Five about one two the eight three four stuff. one zero two seven is the. Is the text line for us so make sure you're getting in that. but yeah we'd love to hear your your comments but look so that's that's where i'm at with that is where i am at with shohei otani like you can if you're the angels you can definitely build around that now look where does he want to go we don't know where do, where does where does verlander want to go we don't know all right back but to houston if the if the angels if the halos want to build in you know another arm or whatever or go get another arm verlander's available I don't know how durable that arm is yeah, anymore man. at forty, but I know what type of tenacity Justin Verlander has, and he is a you know all or nothing pitcher. So he's going to give funny? you what he's got
1: in a world of saber saber metrics where you can pull all the numbers. You still have to take into account the most important thing about any athlete, and that's age. Durability. durability.
0: Yeah, it's like 100%. how good is that arm? Reliability. The end. best ability is reliability, yep. amigo. The best ability is reliability. Now there's other there's other arms out there than, than Verlander. Yeah, right? I know, but
1: I mean it doesn't come with the same, you know, sheet.
0: No, sure. The pedigree is like the resume for Verlander is is
1: pretty impeccable. Long
0: and um you can say Prestigious, I would say. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with distinguished, but yes. No. Well, you could say distinguished, yeah, 100 percent I was thinking of the movie. What, for uh Top Gun? Yeah. Long and Distinguished? No. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's gonna send me down another one too. All
1: right. I'll try to keep you back on track. But, but it, that, and that's where I was trying to get back to, because it's like, oh, pitching in the playoffs is the most important. We all know this. And that's why ultimately it's like okay Windows Rings, man. Yeah, Windsor yeah. Rings. And ultimately, those two things that we just talked about with Verlander is the same questions I have about Max you know, being able to slot into this lineup, obviously he's going to be um, he's going to be important because they made this big move for him. But it's just like that question does come up. is how durable is he going to be? You know, he's a much different pitcher now, but does he have that one last season like Kevin Costner and for love of the I game to get couple, done? I think
0: he's got a couple more than just one, too. I think if anybody's, I think Verlander has less in the tank than, uh, than Mad Max. Now, I know that Verlander's I don't know how close he is to three hundred. Are you? Like I know he wants to get three hundred. I know he's he's pretty close to three hundred wins.
1: Are you surprised that there hasn't been more major league references when it comes to the Oakland A's? No, because it's like they have like it, it's like that movie has come to life. Like they have actively
0: tanked, so they the can get a new tanked, deal. The Rockies are tanking too. Yeah, but uh, they're uh, leaving. The, the, they're the Royals, leaving Oakland to tank. The Royals are the Royals are tanking too. Like you're seeing a, a couple of clubs. Yeah, yeah but there but, but it's but it's
1: different because it's exactly like Major League. You know, they're trying to they're they're trying to actively move the team and gotcha. doing so by
0: tanking. We uh we do have to take a break real quick, but yeah, just to summarize in that last uh, first set or that first segment rather. Um, so Luis Angel. Uh, Luis Angel Acuna has been traded from the... Well, I guess it would be the organization of the Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. but it's Double A Frisco. Uh, in rough trades, Riders. The Rough Riders in, chain, in trade of Max Scherzer. So Mad Max coming over. Texas getting an arm. The Rangers getting an arm. Ultimately, I'm digging it. Put a star in that eye. Put a Ranger star in that eye of Mad Max. Alright, don't go nowhere. On the other side, we got an interview with Ben Prendergast. It's the Wagon Wire. 1027. ESPN Austin. Tell all your friends about the Wagner Wire. It's on every Sunday morning from 11 a.m. to noon on 102.7 ESPN. Now, Here's Adam Wagner. Welcome back to The Wagner Wire on 102.7 ESPN, Austin. It is time now for our gaming segment, which is Level Up, and I have one of the best voices in all of gaming, Ben Prendergast, joining us right now for this segment. Ben, how are you? Thank you so much for your time today. Wags, my pleasure. Great to
3: be here with you. Uh, Thanks for the kind words, and uh, yeah, man, I'm happy to get into it. Whatever you want
0: to talk about, I'm, I'm here. I'm all yours, brother. Then You've been basically in acts since I've seen your career unfold for what almost 10 years, 15 years now, since 2009 is when I've seen your credits pretty much on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of your favorite influences or, or biggest influences in terms of your career for one of your inspirations of getting an actor? Look, I started off in Melbourne in the theater, so I
3: have a lot of uh, a lot of like theater heroes, um, like your Richard Burton's and okay. um, um but then in terms of film you know you daniel day lewis's watching joaquin phoenix i saw him the other day in the master he's like just that that dude has so much to give like and and realistically like a lot of people have heroes that kind of um like there there's there's two camps right in acting there's you know there's the there's the people who like to get into the method stuff you know the people who like to live the role and like you know um go too far in the will and most yeah, <laughs> people who yeah. are like hundred percent technique and they're all about gesture and shape and um and you can go right into the, both of those but i kind of synthesize mine and so i really like guys like daniel day lewis um like i said who's probably a mixture of the both um but I, look i'm just into anyone who brings uh who advocates for something and brings a, a humanity to something that they do like anytime i try and create a pastiche of a character like a if i try and if I try and create like an outside-in version of a character that's kind of like what I think everyone wants to hear, it always, it falls flat. Whereas if I choose something from my life and like relate to the material in that way, then something new comes out and, and it's more interesting for me and, and I think it resonates more with people. So uh, anyone is human out there doing it, you know, um, male or female, you know, uh, there's a lot of great female actors out there as well, you know, that, that are just, um, that are so inspirational in everything I do.
0: I love it. And you mentioned that you you know you grew up um in the acting realm with uh, in Australia. 2016 Green uh, Green Room Award. Talk a little bit about that for Seawall.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um Simon Stevens great British playwright wrote uh, a, a a a 45 minute monodrama um about a was really challenging material. I'm part of a still part of a theater company in Melbourne called Red Stitch. Um shout out to those guys. Um they uh, put together uh, a show that had seawall which was part of it um, and the the show is kind of, it's one of the hardest things that I've ever done, it's probably cost me the most in my life um, in terms of the psychological damage that sure. can actually come from, from a show, it's literally about spoilers but it's literally about a father who um, loses a daughter at the beach one day and it's like it's really dark and you don't know where it's coming from. And you don't, it, 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 there's a lot of um, there's a lot of discussion around God and what God means and how can there be a God if something like this could happen, anything could happen. And uh, I actually met Simon in London in 2018, the writer of the show. And I think out here, Jake Gyllenhaal did the show and originally uh, Andrew, uh, Andrew Scott did it in Britain. He was the first person to do it. And so in Australia, I, I was the guy. Um, and so Super I met Simon. List. You know, in Australia, yeah, for that for that production, I was the Australian um, uh, guy for Seawall. But so I met Simon. That,
0: were you were you yeah. a father at that time? Like, how did you tap into that character to get in such a dark place or such a in times of a dark place? I know in my experiences, I've recl- reclused so you know so far into the corner to where I can't even get into a you know. Deeper into that corner before. How, what, what allowed you to tap into that character? Um, if you weren't a dad at that time? Well, I, I was a dad at that time. I didn't have a, I didn't have a daughter. I do have a
3: daughter now who's two and a half. And, uh, Lucy in the show, Lucy, the character, I think she's six, but they, he talks about her as a, as a baby and, um, Long story short, it's also it's also his relationship with his stepfather who kind of has some custodial care over Lucy when this really terrible thing happens at the beach. And so it's sort of like, well, what what how does a family cope with that and what happens to relationships when you lose something like that? So it was was an in-depth study into human tragedy. And, you know, as a side note, you've got to ask the question, why do we do this? Why Why do we why do we investigate this stuff? And I think from my perspective, uh, and i was working with an amazing director julian at the time and yeah you know, we talk about drama as being uh, an important function in society because it helps us um helps cool. us play in a world that so that if anything like that ever does happen to us there's some modicum of safety cool. for us but um but yeah it's um i i had us i had two boys at the time they probably were teenagers at that point But I don't think I could do that show now. I probably wouldn't do that show now, just because the substitution of like losing a daughter was like way, way too close. Whereas back then it was like, okay, there's a son, there's some separation of that. But I will say if I ever did, because I think we did like 60 or 70 shows, Um, if I ever did truly like um, substitute my real, my real ass kid for the kid dying in the story, I, I actually couldn't perform As well you do need to keep a small separation and if i ever did like it would just be um we called it the red zone and if you have a local flirting with the red zone with that character it would mean that the actors on stage kind of actually too emotional if that makes sense because it's too intimate yeah it it breaks down and the audience is already relating to the material you don't need to do too much as an actor and and there is also a certain numbness that happens with, with with parents and loss and um yeah, was, that was i mean i could go i could talk for hours about that sure. show because we went so deep but um yeah it was it was about substitution about about keeping some tight control over the text um and and in theater the really interesting thing is that the audience is actually part of the show and so i a lot of people don't realize this but an actor will listen very 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 astutely to an audience on the stage and so i could hear if people were getting you, know, you can hear people getting edgy, bored, even people getting too upset. You'd have people sobbing in the audience, so you kind of have to sort of be a little bit of a um, you know an uh, a conductor in that way to sort of massage and manage people through the show. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's what that's how the green room came about. They saw it. they liked the show, obviously, and then um, I, I I didn't expect to win because there was a a couple of really heavy hitting actors that year and you know australia is no slouch when it comes to actors and there were people there with much much bigger names than me but it was just a great a great show really great team put that one together
0: well it's a testament to your work you know Absolutely. I mean, speaking of your work, you have a wide variety of range, sir. You are multi-talented in terms of on stage and uh, in terms of animation, in terms of games. Um, let's talk Thank a little you. bit about the gaming aspects here. Mm-hmm. Um, not only are you known for Fuse, but anybody that's playing God of War also knows that you have been Mister Tier as well, or excuse me, Lord Tier, if I will. Lord Tier, Tier, Tier. The the name of uh, name we named Tuesday after Tier. Did you know that? I did. Um, I yeah. do come from a little bit from uh, a little bit of Norse mythology. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah. So I graduated yeah. from the University of Texas and I did study mythology in there. My I wife makes sick. fun of me. Cons- <laughs> make, not only does she make fun of me because of my gaming, but um, I've been fascinated with God of War probably since the early 2000s. And yeah. to see God of War come over from, or to see Kratos come over from the Greek mythology and now he's in Norse mythology and talking to the God of War himself, which is Tyr. A lot of people yeah. don't know that in, in classic mythology. He was the god of law. God of God of war was also the god of law in, in terms of Norse mythology.
3: God so. of law and justice and, and and yeah, so speaking with Matt Sophos and Eric Williams um early on, um this is another example of like getting into a character and, and you know. How much autonomy and, did you have with it? Um tons. I mean you know, we sat down and what we originally spoke about, and I've had this conversation with, with Chris judge as well as like, you know, this is a, this is a, a story about, about fatherhood and about oh, yeah. masculinity and whether it's good or whether it's bad. And, and when, when strength, the strength of the masculine can be a good thing and when it can actually corrupt. And so, uh, Chris and I are good buds and we talk about it. We still talk about it you know, on the golf course, but he, um, are you um what's your hand i gotta ask what's your handicap my handicap i'm sadly at a 12 at the moment i'm h- hunting at least single, you have one, i mean it's good <laughs> that you have a
0: handicap you can say yeah. that. a lot of people can't even say that then
3: yeah man i i do have a handicap I, I sort of got back into golf this year um and and chris has invited me along a few times and play out there with the two gods of war on the golf course i love it um, i love it, it up. He's, that christopher judge if he has a six iron from hades he, <laughs> his six iron goes 200 yards and i'm like how do you hit him yeah, so far? he and only needs the, two clubs he's yeah that's it yeah sticks in the putter yeah <laughs> he, he gets the blades of death uh, um what is it the blades the, of uh,
0: blades of chaos of, uh,
3: blades of chaos yeah blades of chaos out no chris is a very good golfer and um i love playing golf with him but but back to um ragnarok and autonomy um you know they they know that story so well they've been around that world so long that that they give you all the building blocks to create an effective character and obviously with tier there was there was dual intent in every single line um spoilers or no spoilers if you know you know but like tier was a very tough and challenging and rewarding role to play because i was doing two things yeah. all the time um and so in terms of the autonomy Matt would pull me aside, we'd, we'd do a take, whatever Matt would pull me aside and he's like, hey, listen, this is what you would, be. remember the other guys doing this? And I'd be like, okay, and then you'd be like processing and you know, the, the, the role of an actor is really just as translator, you know, you're translating the text and you're translating the directions you're getting and translating what other actors are doing, other characters need and, and, and sort of embodying all of that. Um, so there's a lot of autonomy and they trust, they still trust me, you know, they're, they're so great. Uh, I, lo- I love those guys so much. Um, so yeah, autonomy, you have to too. Like I think if you're pushing people into a character development, right? Um, what's that? I said in terms of character development too, right? You have to have your own autonomy. Yeah, exactly. Like Tia could have been, you know, Tia could have been a lot closer to Kratos, even in voice Timber and even in the level of, uh, you know, he's an eight foot five giant. Like you really could have pushed him into something that was much Uh, more regal or more I mean he could have been British you know I I floated the idea of him being Australian a a bunch of times which is weird um but you know um yeah sort of finding that right balance for Tia was kind of really important we found it early like really early considering we were shooting that four years ago um and then um it really it turned out that Tia's character really matched with everyone that was around him and that was important to me you know
0: so what in terms has been your favorite piece of work that you've done? Of course, there's you might get a little bit of ridicule from my Apex uh, co-workers here with this <laughs> next answer. So you will be judged. Um, so uh, is it Fuse or has it been Tier or has it been another piece of work that you've done throughout your career? You're, you're very widely ranged, Ben. It th- thank you,
3: I appreciate that. But you know, honestly, I, I I don't have an answer for that. I used to. I used to be like, sure. yeah, well, you know, Fuse is Fuse. That's a good is answer. The, he's That's the closest answer. to like my 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 like true heritage. Like Fuse is. I'm 47. My dad in about 1984, 85, and and my uncles used to play backyard cricket. So they'd get out in the backyard and they'd play <laughs> cricket. And Fuse and the language, and all of the things that come out, like all the ad lib stuff that comes out when we are putting Fuse together, is uh, my uncle's playing backyard cricket having drunk too many beers. That's literally like cheers, Fuse. big
0: ears. Like
3: cheers, cheers, big ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Hands off. That's a Prezi for you know, Christmas time. Oh, let's get around the bloody Chrissy tree and hand out some Prezi's. What do you reckon, fellas? You know, um, it's kind of, you know, well, that's, killer, that's fuse. So it's very easy me to, for me to flip into fuse. And it's almost like, cause, you know, my dad lives in in Australia. He's still with us and, um, and I live in the US. So it's almost like I get to like hang out with my dad and my uncles when I get into the booth to do more fuse. Uh, and Sam Gill, who writes fuse, um, he's a Kiwi, an honorary Australian. Hello, Sam. But, you know, he and I, uh, he, he writes some killer stuff as does Amanda Dwaran and the other writing crew there. But, Um, we have fun finding some every now and then there'll be like a tiny thing that just like, just like pricks my ear a little bit. It's like, this is, this is not quite Australian. Like it's, um, it's we have to find something on the day, which is always just like easy. Now we have a shorthand, but, uh, look, Tia in terms of the performance capture and in terms of the challenge of having a duality to that character has been, you know, um, probably my favorite uh patroclus in hades um was also a challenge and that was such a compressed amount of title
0: right now and that was a breath of fresh air to get like up that far and then oh my god that's that's ben's voice yeah but in like a british accent like yeah um the
3: the new one the blood knight in diablo i can't wait for people to pick up on that he he's kind of like my current favorite because he's just like this hearty hottie like he's just like this sexy like, um, you know, uh, David Bowie esque, like meets Mick Jagger, like so doesn't give a the crap.
0: Tapped into to get this character.
3: I think there's a did you ever see that, um, bad lip reading version of, um, Mick Jagger and David Bowie doing, yes. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's that, it's, it's, it's that kind of swagger, but also he's a blood knight. So there's all this like pathos as well. So, um, that was, that was really great. Uh, he, he's a favorite, but I don't I think anyone's no one's really no one's really on to him yet. They will be, but right. then no one's really on to him yet. So what um, happens? Then, so yeah. you,
0: you're just you're around grinding for masters and whatnot, and then you get this call. Hey, man, we need you to voice over uh, some stuff for Diablo. Can you uh you know can you do Blood Knight for us real quick? I'd I'd worked with Blizzard. Uh, can I do Blood Knight for you? Um, uh, so no, 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 no I'm up? saying I'm oh, right, saying yeah. that's what that's what happens. Like they, you know, you're usually just grinding in Apex, trying to <laughs> you know get your rank up and master and whatnot, it, yeah. and then yeah. all of a sudden you just get a phone call from Blizzard saying, "Hey, man, we need you to do Blood Knight. It comes through my agent. In fact, you know, sometimes
3: so I'd done a bunch of stuff for Blizzard for um, uh, Hearts. Is it Hearts of Darkness or whatever the card game is? I'd done like. I'll go in and I'll do like a frog and then I'll go and I'll do like an old wizard. And then like, you know, they eventually were like, oh, can you read for this, for this game? And there's always a code name; You don't know what the game is. And so I auditioned for this character and it was like one day in the studio. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll do a day. And then they came back and they're like, no, we want you for like, you know, weeks. And that's the best phone call ever. Like even your agent is like, congratulations, dude. You just Cause you know, it's going to be one. That, yeah. You know, it's going to be one of the big ones. And, um, and so that we go in and you meet the team and like you find the character, the characters always get found really quick, I find. And I think it's just partly because you know I've been doing this for a long time, and partly because I have a, a bag of like characters that I'm trying to get into the games. <laughs> um, and then you sort of get to immerse in this other world, which is which is great fun. In like sometimes in amazing studios, like we're recording studios where like Fleetwood Mac recorded. You know, you're on a mic that like Lady Gaga used, oh, wow. or in a booth that like it's. It's kind of you can feel it dripping off the walls. They're like yeah. the Grammys the are talent, dripping off the, the walls, talent, yeah, 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 which I love much more than like on my, you know, mic at home. Yeah, but... you're
0: giving me goosebumps, you know, just talking about it. So let's let's talk about that. So when you meet the get the game devs, do they have an idea of of where they want their character to go, and did they do they talk to you a little bit about that in terms of of the target for the character? Oh,
3: absolutely, like they have your character in mind for like a year before they even meet sure. you, and. You know, even for say something like Fuse, they knew that uh, they knew he was an explosives expert. They they have the art for him in front of you. They, you know, which they, helps uh, you
0: gauge a good part of the character as well, correct?
3: Yeah, and when I came in for Fuse, he was nowhere near where he was. He was probably just closer to my like natural accent. Um, and they were like, oh, let you know, let's let's go further with the Australian. I was like, oh, how far do you want to go? And I really had to start digging into like I couldn't just do like a modern Australian like. You know, explosives guy, I had to like introduce this 70s thing. Cause if you know, you know, like in the 70s, Australia was like closer to a colony, like to a penal colony. It was closer to like a bunch of hard, you know, hard drinking, hard fighting, like footballing, like, you know, men. Crocodile so to,
0: Dundee, man.
3: Yeah, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, yeah. He was probably another little reference in there somewhere. Um, so yeah, there's, and, and same with Hades, same with um, Diablo. The devs know. What the character is, and what's great is once you sort of, once you again translate that and start putting voices out to them and and voice timbers out to them, they can push it around. I'm like, okay, hey, he's actually, he's not, he's not, he's not as, um, he's not as happy with his station. Let's bring him back. You know, he's also at risk of, say, in the case of Diablo, he's at risk of turning into a thrall. So any, this could be the last thing he ever does, and he has to rein in the the monster when he turns into it. So it's a bit risky, like so. But he has, you know, build more empathy into the role. And so eventually you find this kind of little kernel of truth through a character and then yeah, and then you can get in there. Um, and then you have like weeks and weeks and weeks off and then they get you back in the booth right. and you're like, oh, what was I doing again? Like, was he Scottish? I don't know. And then they play you some referencing like, ah, I got it.
0: So, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of mimicry of yourself as well once you get back in, which is fun. So as you're sitting there just grinding out you're getting back into character as well i love it so you know we've been talking about gaming a lot um how long have you been gaming uh, gaming since you were you know since childhood and, and if so what what are some of your favorite titles or what are some um, of your best influences in gaming
3: influences yeah i think so you know we all talk in terms of controller my first controller was the atari 2600 sure. classic um Grand Prix. so yeah I, you know, I've been a gamer my whole life. Um More recently, the kind of, I was more into like your Skyrims and your fallouts and your sort of, um, your longer, like spend 100, 150 hours on a game. Um, most recently, they're you know, playing through God of War because I was going to be in the next one. Um And now I just, I, I do grind a lot of Apex. Um,
0: Congratulations and during, Masters,
3: by the way. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You know. The thing about that is like I've been playing Apex since season five when I was in the studio recording Fuse um, and I was on an, a PS4 then I got a PS5 and then like I got, you know, I got into streaming a little bit. So I had the PC set up and I've just been grinding and grinding. I'm controller, mind you. I, 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 I can play mouse and keyboard, but I suck a bit. But controller, yeah. shout, out, shout out to the guys at Scuff. They got me the, you know, the, the extra button underneath for um, crouch and jump. And probably in the last season and a half, I've been able to break through gold into diamond. And then I, I knew this season, cause I don't have a ton of time to do this. I knew this season I could grind through diamond. And I think from diamond like two to masters was relatively straightforward. Like I was playing some good games and like having like solo queuing as well, like having good teammates. Just made all the difference. I was able to,
0: wow, you were able able to, to get some grind and, solo queuing
3: in ranks. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was like, there was, there was a couple of teams that I would play with like on and off. If they were online, I'd be online. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I think what it was is like, I'm an anxious personality. Usually like I've took up golf this year to sort of combat my anxiety. But like, I, if we and get how's that to treating the,
0: you, because I have some of my best battles on the golf course with myself.
3: It's good because, uh, you know, I'm getting proper lessons. I'm like getting hitting the range, like doing all the right, doing the right things technically, not custom, but like, okay okay clubs. And so what it means, what it means in Apex, how Ben Prendergast on how golf helps his Apex game. Um, I love it. I, you know, it, it I it's it's more technical. You know, if I'm entering a fight, I'm thinking about where everyone is. I'm behind cover like ninety nine percent of the time. And you know, most of the time when you get beamed, you're just like, oh, where should I go? Where are my right. teammates? And then you're in the open. Like, no, why don't you do that from behind cover? You know, um, who's your main? I main fuse. In, in, okay. I main fuse. Yeah, yeah. I main fuse or Maggie. Maggie, I was getting more, I had a higher win rate with Maggie and then I was like, ah, oh, I've got to represent Fuse. And so Fuse, I'm very, very accurate with my knuckle cluster. Um, uh, I, I, I like an indoor mother load. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and uh, I'm a wingman, uh, a wingman nemesis guy. So wingman's like, my wingman shots are on point now. So that kind of helps in a battle, you know?
0: I love it, man. Um in terms if you're not going to be uh in terms of fuse, like in and not Maggie, do you ever find yourself as like a Pathfinder? Because you mentioned that you're very anxious. Um, does that go with <laughs> your gameplay, right? Does that are you a very aggro player, like aggressive player? Because I started off with fuse and then, yeah. or excuse me, went 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 with Pathfinder and then I loved the I loved all the munitions that fuse could carry and I loved how just overwhelming you could be in terms of munitions, in terms of, you know, explosive firepower that you have with Fuse, but also you, you kind of get rid of your ability to escape. Yes. Yeah. Me, yeah. That was my biggest problem. Player, right. Yeah. Here, you want to, you want to get in there. You got to get in there. You got to carve it up a little bit and then you got to get out. Um, so for me, yeah, it, it was tough for me to say a little bit of of Fusey on the back burner, but I have to be that very aggressive, um, play style. So that's why I think Pathfinder fits me. So would you find yourself more of an aggro player? Um, no, I
3: feel I play Fuse more like a mid-range. And that's why I like being with like a Horizon or a Pathy who's put down Zipline because you've got some mobility there, or an Octane. I never play Octane. A buddy of mine um, does play Oct- Octane. And I like that for pads, but yeah, I'm a more mid range fuse. I will, I will spam nades if I see my teammates go in, <laughs> but that means I get caught behind, you know? Uh, so yeah, Pathy, I'm, I'm, I'm good with a grapple. Pathy is probably my third or fourth main. i made Valk season nine, like heavily before, uh, uh, sorry, Horizon season seven, Fuse season eight, uh, Valk season nine. And then I think I haven't really played any of the later characters. Cause I was just, I think I'm like, two and a half thousand kills with Fuse now so I'm like oh, he's my guy we play him you know We, we, we know, and, and also I am, am good at you know using a knuckle cluster to escape and you know drop that on the ground and, or drop a nade on the ground and try and get out of there but he's an old man shout out to sure. the devs if you can give Fuse a buff like give him I think what he needs is a bit like um, it's a bit like Bangalore's um, passive the, sure. the double time um, just for this oh you're fine we, we can cut that out too I think um I think Fuse needs old man strength. Oh, if he he gets shot at, he just gets this burst of like old man strength.
0: Ah, I'm out of here! Bloody hell, it's too much for me. Pour a little bit of beer on that, mate. Yeah, just tons of beer. I (laughs) I love it man so hey uh, unfortunately we're kind of running out a little bit of time I could do this all day long but you know we have a segment to do on radio here so we gotta get out of here and pay the bills Um, but it's been fantastic talking to you it is Ben Prendergast you can find him on Twitter at BenGP uh, on Instagram at BenGP as well thank you so much for all your time Ben and I'd love to do this again
3: Uh, thanks Wags bless you mate I'll uh, see you around uh, Kings Canyon eh? we'll get some games (laughs) in (laughs) absolutely man let's grind
0: All right, mate Join the discussion on the Wagner Wire by calling or texting 512-834-1027. Now, here's Adam Wagner. Where's this track stand for you? Right here. On this tracks. Dang. It's a tough question. This, this is, a, but it's pretty. Is, it's pretty high, though. This man. might be one. It, this might be one. I was going to say, man. I hate
1: declaring number ones,
0: but yeah, you could be right on that. This is Ether, by the way. Makes you burn slow. <laughs> I mean, you can't even, you can't even spin it on here. Like you just can't. It's, I, I, it's dark. Oh, I know, I know. But the Nas, the, man, bring it back, ninety six. It's just so cool, man. It's like God. You know, we dated ourselves right in '96. But Ugh.
1: but you know how we were talking about like moving over here to ESPN yeah. and stuff, and it's like, oh, we were clearing out the cupboards, and it's like, oh, let's just throw on this old track we found. The vault, here. baby, yeah, ben, the vault. I man. love it.
0: It's good goosebumps. You can't make that up. Nah. Hey, that was Ben Prendergast, just, dude. What a great interview, man. I, I um, it's not too often um, that you really get to meet some of your heroes, and you've known me for what, seven years now? I was going to say almost a decade o- Almost now. a decade, and I've always wanted to get into voice acting. And to be able to talk to one of my idols, uh, one of my men... I-, I can't call him a mentor because we're not that that close. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, a guy that I just inspired to be like. Yeah, uh, A guy that has so much range in terms of voice acting. Animation and on stage, mm. uh, and cause, a thirteen handicap. Because I mean, I, like we found a thirteen <laughs> handicap exactly, dude. Like that's a that's pretty like, good. Man. You can say you have a handicap, yeah. Like that's decent. You know, that's that's fantastic. A guy that is that can say that he has played golf with the God of War, Chris yeah. Judge. That's so who cool. has apparently a howitzer for you know a six iron, yeah. two hundred quoted two hundred yards with a six iron. And he only needs two clubs apparently. That's okay. what Ben P- Prendergast said. But yeah, um great interview. Hopefully you guys can go to our Spotify and check that out. That will be archived. But yeah, it's just it's not too often that you get to meet your your idols and your role models. Well, you know, there's some people that you strive to be like. Sometimes they say it's better to not meet your heroes. Right.
1: So it's nice that you know that he was a cool guy and had it like, you know, fun with the interview. So
0: kind. Yeah. So kind. And I didn't realize how much we would chop it up about uh, acting and drama. Well, I mean, cuz <laughs> I mean, uh, you've known like I have a pedigree in in acting, well, not so much as our colleague Isaac. Yeah, we I was find out that is right Isaac Isaac has a degree in, it, and we didn't even know that. And, like I just dabble in it, trying to do some you know dinner acts and whatnot. Hey, yeah, I'm I'm really proud of that uh that bathroom wall decor <laughs> I got at the University of Texas. I got the Texas. same bathroom room. <laughs> I got the same bathroom decor, but it's just in government. It just says government. So oh boy, theater, all so. right, oh, nice. But yeah, I mean, what's like, that's just kind of like the dream, right? To be able to, you know, to voice over characters and, and kind of touch into different mindsets that, I don't know, that somebody writes for you. Yeah. That someone writes for you. I was going to say, I, that's,
1: that's another thing I always wanted to do. I was like, I'm not so rangy, but, you know, I got that, that youthful sound. Yeah, and I just, voice I would, I think voice
0: acting is, is the way to go. You can sit in the comforts and, and confines of your own house and. Be able to. uh
1: Although you know, I did try to read like cut an, lines. I tried to read like a, an audio book once. <laughs>
0: yeah, those lines, right? Uh, no, and, you said
1: that. Well, I was people. talking about the lines in the book. I was having to tried to read, man. Oh, I and you. I was like, "You think it would be easy, man?" But like, it was so tough. It, it was, was like, tough. "Hey, yeah," because it was like they put you in the chair, and mm-hmm. the guy like puts the mic like right in your face, and it's like covered and stuff, so they get the best quality sound. Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Are you comfortable?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Good," because you're gonna probably be in that chair for like three hours. And, and man, you have to like be able to read like ahead and get, and get in character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it was tough. So I mean, like you know, for these voice actors and for people that are not very uh, familiar with what it actually takes to do the work, it's like yeah, you know, you can go in there and make a couple of funny voices. Can you hold that voice for right. like an
0: entire session though? Right, because it might hurt. You know, like remember like when Mark we Campbell. remember when we did that? Um, remember when we did that? Mega powers explode. Oh with, yeah, like we we try to be like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man or anything. Like, oh, I mean, you, you could, could do it all with, by yourself. <laughs> yeah, but we we couldn't hold that. We couldn't sustain no, that for no, ten not, minutes. Not possible. You know that's crazy. Like, th- unless you train for that. Like, that's the point. You got to do reps. You got to train for that. Oh well, yeah, because you'll just destroy your voice. You're right. gonna destroy mm-hmm. your throat. But I love like I. Th- Like I loved how we also talked about golf too in that interview. Like, and I don't want fan. Like, I know I fanboyed enough in that interview (laughs) that I don't want to fanboy now. Uh, But we got a a segment to get. in. Usually we'll have like you know Al Walsh come on or sometimes, but maybe he got a little sidetracked here. I know he's doing a lot of writing for Caesar's Palace, Caesar's Sportsbook. So uh, I don't know. Maybe we got our, our times crossed up. But anyways, we do have Smasher Pass ready. Oh, I'm ready. That's for sure. You Welcome yes. to America's <laughs> favorite God, radio station, so, Smash, or Pass. Today's to the contestants, <laughs> Adam Wagner, <laughs> and all of you. Now, That's right, here's the your text host, line.
1: Justin the Smash Simmons. Oh! Isaac's playing too, and then so can you over <laughs> on the home version. 512 834 1027. So 1027. Yeah, really nice and easy to remember if you're already listening to us online. Or Brunswick, shout out Brunswick, Maryland. That also works if you're listening worldwide on the ESPN app here in Austin. All right, so we're going to make it easy because this is what everybody's been talking about all week. I want to know what you think at home, but Wags, we'll start with you. Smash or pass Twitter
0: rebanding to <sighs> X. X marks the but Elon has just always been trying to get X somewhere. Dude, you know he's just trying to get X over for like a decade. Dude, you know what it is? This is all a simul... This is all a test. <laughs> he just—I'm convinced—he's gonna win regardless. He wants Twitter to fail. If he, if Twitter does fail, he well, wins. But first, right? he
1: wanted Twitter to make money,
0: right? He's gonna. Does he need? To I know make he doesn't money? need the money. This but is a toy. This is an ex. This is just a, an experiment. This is just somebody trying to take the jar of ants and rattle them up and see if they fight. That's exactly <laughs> what's going on. Oh, man. So. And then, you know what? I'm all about it. I'll sit back and watch. <laughs> yeah. It is. I'll it, sit back and watch. I need entertainment. I need entertainment in my life. It was for entertainment do. this week. So are you smashing or passing? What
1: well, was the question. <laughs> The rebrand to X from Twitter. <laughs> hey, that is that's a really exciting. I don't even care. Battle. I don't Apparently, even care.
0: Um, You're gonna pass? Stop physical I'll, challenge pass. I like the bird. No, I like no. the bird. Physical. I like the bird.
1: Okay, okay. I was like, we'll accept tweet, physical tweet, challenge.
0: Tweet. I like the bird. What physical challenge. I, um dull, oh, yeah, Mark, yeah, <laughs> double dare. We have, I forgot we were doing double dare. Yeah. What are you gonna really make me do push-ups? I might have a heart
1: attack. I, I don't know how many push-ups. I was gonna say you I got slime got, in I, here? I got these red solo cups and I was thinking. Isaac, maybe. give me
0: a slide! I got to give me something to crawl up a wall. I uh, got an airsoft gun no, with gel no, pellets. No, you want no, that? No, no, I don't want that at <laughs> you all. You got to find the flag. <laughs> I do have to find the flag. <laughs> the flag it's is in here. The fire alarm! Yeah, we have to get up
1: there and stuff. You know? Hey, Isaac, what do you think about this whole regrass? Pass or pass on I, Twitter going to X?
2: I want to say pass because Twitter is it's such a recognizable brand. That's Elon true. Has done nothing good <laughs> for Twitter since He's he bought winning. it. He's which it. I mean, did we? Did we think it was going to no, go any other way? No, no, we knew this was coming.
1: No, and that's what's that's what's funny. Right? Will, Everybody said he that even they knew. Said he was gonna... I will
2: say I was super against the X rebrand because it just it looks like a like a fast fashion clothing store. Like it oh looks, yeah, yeah. But it's like a Sheen, exactly. But when I found out he paid what over a million dollars for the X.com domain like years ago when he was trying to rename oh, PayPal to right. X. <laughs> yeah, you know. I bet he was sitting there like, I mean, I spent so much on the domain. We got to use it. And I can respect that. I can respect that sunk cost fallacy. So, you know what? Smash on that. You respect the resolve? I I respect his resolve to make the dumbest career move over and over again. At least he's, yeah, he's consistent. He's consistent.
0: I'll, I'll Stand give by that. your brand, buddy. Exactly. Stand by your brand. The
2: brand you can never make Go, it work. go down You'll with name it. something X one day. So now hey, I, I have to did. ask
1: you one. Que- this question with a follow-up question now. <laughs> Smash or pass, X will rebrand to Twitter in, in six months or less. Just to do it? Uh, just, just, to- just because they're going to be like, ah, you know, it just wasn't working out, and there's going to be, like, some legal things because apparently, like, Meta owns X. And oh, yeah, the, 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 the,
2: the domain X, like, it's... The patent is owned by different companies, depending mm. on what it's um, context it's in.
0: You know it does kind of and rough Elon me up a little bit? Of them. Like, people that have websites. Like, you gotta... Like, I gotta... You gotta pay for your domain. I, either yeah. I can pay to have... Don't you someone, own the, Wag- the yeah, WagnerWire? I, I, I own the WagnerWire.com. I'm the Smash Simmons So guy, you know? I have to pay, and I got Twitter references on there. So I'm yeah. gonna have to get... you know, My graphics business cards, done, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> graphics <laughs> done and get rebranding of this. So, I don't know, maybe... Kit, Create like a second page just to have, <laughs> just, you know, that X ready for, or that Twitter bird Yeah, just in ready, case, just in case he does <laughs> rebrand back. I don't know, but that's the only like to me. If you're causing causing people money with their their sites or whatnot, like that's kind of like a that's a that's a stale move, man. That's kind of mm. weak. But anyway, that's true, man. I'm so mad that I changed my business cards. What about you,
1: Isaac? Smasher Passick? They <laughs> rebrand I mean, back from X ex- Twitter. In less than six months or less. You know,
2: I. F- feel like it's gonna happen, but I'm really excited to see the creative, like, backtracking they try to do about, oh, this was the plan all along, or it was a social experiment, or, oh, it was, we were trying something out, and it, we got the results. I want to see how they try to make it seem like how they, they didn't make the biggest, dumbest mistake. Oh, I man. told you this would work. So yeah, Smash, it's absolutely happening. Oh,
1: yeah. oh man. They're I, absolutely going to change I, I think it happened. That's why. And it's going to happen, like, in month number three of those six that I was talking about. <laughs> all right. This one was a great story that I found this week. This one is going maybe give you some serious thought. So Subway is giving away free sandwiches for life. In quotes, there's a caveat, right? I saw that. And they'll pay for the legal fees as well to change your name if you change your name to Subway. Now what? it didn't verify if it had to be your first or your last name, or it could be it could like be a one middle, name it thing, it could be like Adam name. Subway Wagner. They didn't verify that part. Well, I'm I wasn't it sure. You
0: Subway. Do <laughs> you want to know? <laughs> It gets dark down there. Oh, I thought you were talking about the tunnel. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I, I am. Many, re- double, on un- ca- quadruple entendre here. That's what that's the show is about, That's the name man. of my favorite Subway sandwich, yeah. <laughs> <The> quadruple <laughs> that's entendre. Where, that's where we go right there. Oh, my God. Ideas are just coming. Marketing, baby. This is what I was born to do. Exactly,
1: marketing. man. They just got to do it on this show.
0: You know? <laughs> 100, 100.
1: <laughs> so what's your
0: question again? So I get would so you, caught up.
1: Will you smash your pass on changing your name to Subway in some form? Like, again, I don't know. It has to be one name or All like, like get- McLovin or like Madonna or something like that. All I'm getting is the double meat. Well, they got that new series, right, where they added more meat to it and they got those deli cutters now. Right, but, but what am I like, It's just free sandwiches for life. It's free subway for life and there was the caveat too. They said that free sandwiches for life is actually a payment one time of fifty thousand dollars in a gift card essentially. So that, that's not enough. That's a you think fifty k worth of sandwiches is a lifetime? I mean, do, don't you feel
0: well? For <laughs> right an now, I amateur, don't even maybe. Do, yeah, I, like, don't like, do, I don't, don't want to do business. With
1: I don't you. want. I don't want to burn any <laughs> potential so sponsors. You know, Subway wants to be on I, the show. <laughs> I'll take them. But, no, but, but, but 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 what does that say to Subway thinking like, hey, if you eat our sandwiches for a lifetime, you know, you should buy, you should you should depart this earth by fifty thousand dollars or less no, in sandwiches. I'm, I'm passive. And you know, this. they're I'm they're they're not just charging like what regular price. They're getting me at a market price. Oh Jesus, <laughs> man, I'm passing. You wouldn't change your name for no, free I'm supper done. sandwiches. I'm what bad. about you?
2: Uh, Isaac, if it was an actual lifetime of sandwiches, like for real, because I might live to be like 98. Exactly. If it was an actual <laughs> lifetime of sandwiches, maybe this this 50k worth. whatever, Nah, nah, pass on that. Well,
0: thank it's you. Not, not even good. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. You know what we didn't talk about? How much time we got? We got like four minutes. Right, okay, um, run with it. We didn't talk about. Thank you for playing Smash pass. Bo- Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having us. I Appreciate it. It um, was a good time. So did, I did, did we two win? smashes. If you, sm- I don't even know how do we win? How do you win? We won it life, <laughs> Isaac. We won it. life. I
1: keep I keep a running tally in my head, kind of like. Pardon <laughs> you. Not- have no idea
0: where you're going.
1: <laughs> in well, I'm hoping that you know a sponsor was going to step in and we're going gonna- <laughs> <All right>. to. And <laughs> then when <laughs> we have the <laughs> Wag Olympics, we're going to do the physical challenges. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Double there. One hundred. Yeah. We'll have Nickelodeon will get on there. We'll get all about it little tricycles and everything, man. (laughs) So Suarez was in the news. Luis Suarez was in the news about coming over to Major League Soccer. Not just Major League Soccer, but a club that has been in the works and in the limelight for about two weeks now because of the arrival of Messi mania. Um, Inter-Miami is about to get richer. Oh, inter, this, inter Messi, FC. Or, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How is this possible? Because we were joking with, you know, they were bringing Andres Iniesta over here last week, but that was kind of in the rumors, yeah, right? That was, was kind like, of that like, like was in rumor joke. Um But now, I mean, you, Sergio Busquets. Uh, Dominated. Jordi Alba. He's going to Dominate. Um, you know yeah. I mean? And then rumors of Andres Iniesta. And also, now you're bringing over Luis Suarez, the biting bandit himself. Well, I mean, that's a good reference, man. Good reference. But, I mean, there, there's so much red tape to that possibly happening. What has to change? I mean, because right now there's so many rules in place to where essentially Major League Soccer has set it up to where you cannot have a dominant club like a Manchester United. Or, or to even better reference it, to keep it Americanized, yeah, you can't have the Yankees. Exactly, you can't have fu money, so to speak, in MLS and buy all your players up because you gotta. You that's you the way Basically, this... got to take all the international players that are in the league and divide them by the clubs that are. In the league as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, you do get those three, you know, designated players that you can pay whatever you want. But it's hard You're to build a team of one, superstars right? if you want to have more. And like, you know, you have that allocated money, also kind of like the trade exception um, or the what is it, the veteran that uh, the that one trade exception in the NBA where you can pay a player so much money, but you can't go over oh, that got you. cap, the,
0: the max or whatever. Yeah,
1: not not necessarily okay. the max, but like. Uh, like the mid-tier max, essentially. I know what you're you know, it's the same deal. And it's like, oh, clubs can trade for more money, kind of like what Austin did this week, where they where they were allowed more. They traded a spot. Poor showing in, in League Cup, though. Uh, it was a <laughs> little tough, man. But, you know, I'm not concerned about League Cup yeah. all as much. I, Back to I,
0: League play. Back to League play. Yeah. And on with it.
1: League play, make the playoffs. That's what I'm talking it, about. That's and all and that's what that's Messi has to do, and that's what Miami's trying to do. But the reason it's so tough is because even if they get the slot that they're looking for, Grêmio... Doesn't necessarily have to let Suarez go. He's on a contract. He's signed for another season. Yep. Like, you know, Suarez can be like, I retire, but then he wouldn't have, he would have to still pay any fee. right? He, yeah. You know, to do any type of legal work to get out of that contract. It's just so strange because MLS doesn't operate on the same international system of like sign trade and transfers when it comes to to soccer
0: in general. Right. Yeah. Well, that's um. I mean, it'll be awesome if it happens, though. That, I'd love to see it. That is going to be one hell of a story coming up in the next coming month because that's the sto- that's the rumor. Like Luis Suarez wants to join Inter Miami in the summertime. So with that transfer coming up. We'll see what goes down. They're going to restructure of the rules will have to happen for Major League Soccer. Dr. Wags, we're out of time already. We are out of time already. Time flies when you're having fun, man. Every hour brought to you by Tom McCain Audiovisual Consultations. 512 255 8678. The very best in the business, setting the standard in audiovisual automation. Does my home, he can do your home too. Make sure you hit him up at avconsultations.com or he's an old school guy. AV Consultations 512 255 8678. Hey, for Isaac, for Smash. For myself and all of you out there, we thank you so much for Ben Prendergast coming on, being a special guest, Mm -hmm. and uh, all of you tuning in and listening to our sorry asses on the radio for this hour. It's it's always fun, man. (laughs) Uh, Remember what we say, uh, level up, get the dub, and enjoy the ride.